Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Worlds. I thought I'd start our day off with something a little bit humorous. How Trump got his rocks off, metaphorically speaking, behind the scenes at the CNN town hall. He was back there getting hyped up as fuck and in real time between commercial breaks, which, by the way, the commercial breaks were unplanned. So they were cutting commercial breaks in order to try and rush along the, the Trump town hall that they cut short by 32 minutes... Mind you, keep in mind, they cut the interview short, and they ran ads, which is so unfucking common for this kind of event, that it ended up helping Trump. They cut away from ads to try and get eyes off of Trump for brief periods of time, and only helped him, because he went on Twitter, and he was in live time reading what people were saying about it, and making notes of what to react to. I love this story, and I think you might get some humor out of it, too. So let's get into it. CNN boss Chris Litch told Trump to have fun before going on stage for ratings-boosting town hall. Words you'll eat later. By Shannon Toller. We read your articles yesterday. You were the one who was mad that people were mad at Miller Lite for doing that fucking ad. CNN CEO Chris Litch encouraged former President Donald Trump to have fun in a backstage exchange moments before the start of the town hall. Before taking the stage at St. Saint, uh, Anselin College in New Hampshire, Trump reportedly, cra- uh, Trump reportedly crowed to the cable news boss he he was about to boost CNN's ratings, and boy howdy was he! And just like a fart in the fucking wind, Trump comes in, bought 4.3 million views. Trump leaves, and all the viewers go with him. Anderson Cooper back to barely back to not even having a thousand. I'm oh, sorry, back to not even having a million people watch his fucking show at night. And he's one of the highest paid people in cable news. And he can't even crack a million views. Most nights, according to Nielsen family, he barely gets 12,000 views. Check this out. See, this is why I wanted to make sure I pulled it up. Because as soon as I said the number, I'm like, that's not the right number. Speaking of CNN, Anderson Cooper 360 remained the network's most watched show, having averaged 868,000 total viewers in 2022. Number 23 overall, below the full, regularly scheduled weekday cable news ranker for 2012 per Nielsen plus live TV on the same day data. Ooh, so Anderson Cooper on average was getting 868,000 total viewers. Well, he's one of the most watched men in cable news. He's one of the highest paid men in cable news. Now, let's look at someone like Jimmy Fallon, largely considered unfucking watchable by most people. As for That's My Jam, the season has ranked 153 million views and 11.5 million engagements across TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. The average viewership per episode this season was up nearly 70%, while average engagements per episode is up 88% according to NBC Universal. So, how do you like that shit? Anderson Cooper, one of the highest paid men in news, can't even compete with the failing late night talk show hosts, who apparently are getting much higher ratings than I actually 
anticipated. I thought they'd be a lot lower than that still, far from the fucking average. But, let's hop back over here. Uh, Lich nodded in response, then told Trump to, quote, have a good conversation and have fun. Two people familiar with the interaction told The Guardian, anonymous unnamed sources. We love and trust them, don't we? The contentious town hall with Republican frontrunner for the GOP 2024 nomination turned out to be a ratings bonanza for struggling CNN. The broadcast ranked in raked in 3.3 million viewers, the cable network's highest total in two years. Oh, buddy. Anderson Pooper, man. Talk about getting blown out and not in a way he enjoys. Trump took a victory lap Thursday to gloat over the sky-high ratings he delivered, and when he left, the fucking reviews and ratings went with him. It was by far the biggest show of the night, the week, and the month, and the last two years on CNN. Trump posted on his true social platform. My dyslexia is really acting up this morning. Anyway, Trump claimed that his Wednesday night performance was, quote, sheer brilliance. However, Lich has had to face the fury of criticism. We've covered this in depth, both internally and externally, over the event. CNN reporter Oliver Darcy wrote in his Reliable Sources newsletter, so that's who took over for that bald gay guy, I mean, totally heterosexual Brian Stelter. Stelter? Longtime anchor Anderson Pooper, I mean Cooper, told his viewers that they, quote, have every right to be angry and never watch this network again during the opening monologue on Thursday's AC, or Anson Cooper 360. CNN's on the cups of bankruptcy with Sazlov, you know, the guy running the Warner Discovery merger that owns CNN, has said that he will just gut and cut and shut down CNN if it cannot recover. He's also called CNN poisoned product multiple times. CNN cannot afford to have this happen. Andrew Cooper's not going to be punished for it. They can't afford to punish him either. It's just interesting, the level of hatred these people have. Well, fine. You just went to like, destroy the network. It was like all those Twitter employees who, when Elon Musk took over, they rushed to the server room with hammers. True story. I've covered that, too. They rushed to the server room with tools, unnamed tools. They were tools. I joked about it being hammers. Uh, tools to try and shut down all of Twitter's servers permanently. Which... If only they did. Longtime anchor Anderson Cooper told his viewers that they have ever read that. Lich had defended his decision to host the town hall during a 9 a.m. editorial meeting earlier. Earlier that day with his worked up staff sources told the Post, quote, You do not have to like the former president's answers, but you can't say that we didn't get them. Lich said, according to the audio provided to the Post, the audio that has not been released, mind you. He also rejected suggestions that moderator Caitlin Collins didn't push back hard enough on Trump's claims about the rigged 2020 election. The issue was her claims were pushed back in her fucking face, and the people who CNN randomly selected to watch this called her out on that. Now I'm going to bump up the playback speed here a little bit. Watch their faces. Watch this woman's face specifically. These are randomly selected Republicans and undeclared voters, mean independents and likely liberals, all randomly hand-selected by CNN for this interview. And they start off this interview by saying, don't you think Donald Trump's a liar? And how do you feel that he won't shut up about the stolen 2020 election that was totally not stolen and is totally trustworthy? Believe me, bro. 
they said, yeah, well, fuck you. You started it. Oh. Any of you think it looks worse? Any of you think the same thing about him as you did when he walked in? So all of you feel that way. What? I want to ask you about Donald Trump, we have to be blunt about it, is not a truth teller. That's the way he's always been when he was a business. Hey, CNN. Uh, hey, it's Kettle. I just wanted to call you and tell you that the pot's black. Again, Russia hoax, cunt. You reported on it. You said it was all true. We now know it wasn't true, and even CNN had to do a redaction. So careful throwing stones around glass houses, you fucking corporate piece of shit with a fork up your ass. This man is a politician. He has lied about the 2020 election. Stuff ballot boxes, it's all made up. He's lost dozens of court cases. It's not, though. And he hasn't, though. No, he hasn't lost dozens of court cases. The court cases were thrown out on standing and merit, for the most part. Second off... Look at her face. See that? See what I was telling you? Keep an eye on her fucking face. As for the stuffed ballot boxes, confirmed. What the fuck are you talking about? About 2020 and not 2024. I'll ask you first. This is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel about those lies? So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative, as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election rather than current stuff. So don't you think you could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies? It was. Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? No, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first. Mike McLaughlin, he's 21. He is undeclared, which is what you do in New Hampshire if you want to be independent. But he voted for Trump in 2020. Mike, same thing to you. What do you feel about Trump continuing to talk about those mistruths from 2020? Personally, I'm getting tired of hearing about it. I'm very much more so interested in the problems that we face now, and I would prefer to hear him discuss the present issues more so than going well, to the past. Lucky for you, he did. Stephen Farnsworth, Republican, voted for Trump twice. Your opinion about that, Paul? I think that he's, uh, he, he's committed to it. That's what he feels. That's what he thinks. Well, do you and think he's he thinks that, or do you think he, well, he I, just keeps saying it to try to will it for people like you to believe well, it? I think he actually thinks it. You do? No, he may. Even though he keeps losing in the courts over I, I, again, again. I remember back in the day when lawyers who worked for Trump filed lawsuits around the Russia hoax and they were kicked out of court. And everyone was saying, see, Trump's court case about the Russia thing keep getting thrown at me. There's no truth to it. And now we know the Russia thing was a thousand percent fucking made of bullshit. So again, you, you really make me struggle to think, oh, yes, Joe Biden really got many more votes than, uh, than Obama. Joe Biden, for his election, got more votes. He got about 1.4 times the votes that fucking Barack Obama got to get reelected. Really? I'm supposed to believe that? I'm supposed to believe like a million plus more people voted for Joe Biden than Obama? Mm, no, I'm sorry. Doesn't quite work out because on average, you know, as voters age into voting, the older class of voters tends to die off, keeping it fairly balanced, so the math doesn't break down for that fucking equation. What time is mine? Okay. Do you do you think so? That it was that it was a rigged election? I'll abstain. You'll abstain. Okay. All right. The next person on our list, sixty-four-year-old, yes. and you don't mind me saying your age, Cindy Oning, do you? I don't know. Okay. Too late. About that. For at least one more month. Yeah, she's a Republican. She didn't vote in the past two presidential elections. How come you didn't vote? A and B. What do you feel about the continuation of these lies about twenty twenty? You know, I don't know what's a lie anymore, but I think there needs to be a new narrative. And what's the new narrative? Current current situations that are you know involving all of us. Current situations. But when you say you don't know what's a lie, a lie is a lie. I mean, 
all these courts have said there's a, one of the stuff balances oh, you're talking about was in Fulton County, Georgia. No stuff balance. I was there. I was watching with my own eyes. I mean, none of it's true. Okay, I was in Detroit, the TCF Center, watching my own eyes. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. In that corner right there, that's Nola Cotty. He's 18. First election coming up. He's currently undeclared, but leaning Republican. What do you feel about him still talking about 2020 and these things? I don't think anybody wants to hear about 2020 at this point. Everybody wants to hear about 2024, the future, and what comes after that. Agreed. And he did not talk enough about that tonight. Bullshit. Alyssa Malloy, Alyssa's 37. She's a registered Republican, voted for Trump twice. You're feeling about this. I think it's time to move on from the election, the 2020 election. Do his fibs offend you? Um, I think he truly believes it. You do too. I think, yeah, I think that's what he truly believes. I know, I think a lot of his supporters believe it. Not all of them, but there are a lot of people who I believe definitely it. believe he that shit. He tries to, you know, go along with that, and I would agree that he wills it to be true. Let me ask 22-year-old Cooper Walsh, who's also undeclared too. but voted for Trump in 2020. Do you think Trump believes that stuff? I definitely do think he believes it. I think he's very passionate about it, um, or else he probably wouldn't still be talking about it. But I think that it's time for him to move on. He needs to talk about what he's going to accomplish in 2024. And I also think the media... Uh, shouldn't have focused on a huge segment on the 2020 issue. We already know what he thinks about it. I think we should be talking about more of the other issues that the questions had in the audience. But would it be helpful, Karen Olson, who's 56, she's undeclared, not registered Republican or Democrat, but voted for Trump twice. Would it be good if he would just say, I'm ready to move on. It's 2024, I'm going to stop lying. I'm going to be honest about it and move on. Wouldn't that be helpful? And then the news media wouldn't ask him about it if he would acknowledge it. Um, I'd like him to move on. I'd like him to stop talking about it, but it is his opinion. So you have to attach that caveat, yeah, lie all the time. It just keeps it going. So it's his opinion, and right. he has a right to have it. All right, just yesterday. So about that. How about instead of me telling you this, you go watch the town hall yourself. It's on their website. Yeah, they're full of every shade of shit other than that very first guy. You want to know why? Because Trump spent about 80% of the time he was up there talking about his plans for 2024, policies he's going to put in place, ways he's going to go after different people in the government, uh, what he's going to do with Ukraine, how he wants no one to die, he wants the war to just stop, he's not on Russia's side or Ukraine's side, he just wants people to survive. He talked a lot about pressing issues and future issues. The only time the 2020 election came up is when CNN forced it into the conversation because they knew they were going to get the exact answer from Trump that they could. Now, what they haven't gotten is what they expected to get, which was they, well, Trump supporters are going to back away from him now because he brought it up, which, as you just saw, no, that's not the fucking case. People were like, we want him to move on. And hell, I've said he wants to move on. If he's going to address anything with the rigged 2020 election, he's going to need to get in there in 2024 so he can actually get an audit going. Otherwise, it's all just blustering and talk that slows everything down. And I've said multiple times, Trump has largely quit talking about 2020. It's been months since Trump's talked about the wonderful vaccine, how safe it is. Actually, quite the contrary. He has said that he regrets giving these uh, pharmaceutical companies 50-year immunities. He regrets that being part, part of the negotiations. He's also quit talking about the 2020 election at rallies and events. And if he does, it's this little underhanded comment where he goes, we'll make elections secure again, make them great, make elections as safe and secure as they were in 2016, but not another election. And then he moves on. That's like the most he says, whereas back in the day, he'd spent 30 minutes crying about it, set to the theme song of Tokyo fucking ghoul, my man. No, he's moved on. And a lot of these voters, they're New Hampshire Republicans. Keep that in mind. So again, while they were like, well, I, I wish he would talk more about 2024, he did. How about you open your fucking ears and go back and re-listen? Well, that's just kind of my little two cents on it. But my point was to show you that they didn't get the answers they were hoping for from this fucking crowd. They didn't get 
I think it's made up. They got, well, I think he believes it. I, I think he believes it. And my guess is if you believe in Trump enough to vote for him twice, potentially a third time, you probably believe some element of the election 2020 narrative from Trump. Or if you don't, maybe you go with the mainstream narrative. I mean, both sides have a narrative. I tend to lean more towards the orange narrative on this one, but, you know, still all the fucking same. He also rejected suggestions that moderator moving on. Kaylin Collins pressed him again and again and again and made a news. That's the problem. You're not supposed to make news. You're supposed to report the news. She wasn't moderating. She was pushing. She was arguing with him to the point where she outright said that he didn't do things that he did do. Like, you know offering aid and reinforcements to different states he also said you know she also tried to tell him that you didn't say we needed more more guards and more capital police there that day you didn't say that when yeah he did we have the transcripts hate to tell it to you he did trust me i do hate to tell it to you uh reportedly told staffers adding that making news is our job no reporting news is your fucking job you hack Collins, the co-anchor of CNN's This Morning, defended Lich's decision to host the Trump Town Hall while stepping into the host of the 9 p.m. slot on Thursday. She called the 70-minute town hall a major inflection point in the Republican Party search for its nominee. Yeah, because they found him. They already found him, but you confirmed it. Collins, who rumored to be taking over a primetime anchor chair, went on to rewind, remind viewers to quote, to remember that Trump is right now the GOP front runner, despite the fact that he was, quote, criminally indicted and found civilly liable and is under investigation for everything from his handling classified documents to his business empire. Yeah, and a fat lot of nothing has come from all of these. Found out that he wasn't, in fact, a rapist. That was an interesting little development. Found out that him and Stormy Daniels never slept together. Stormy Daniels ended up having to pay him more money, which comes out to, what, like $612,000 she fucking owes him in that ballpark? Right. And then as for the business claims, nothing regarding him has come up. Now, people who he's fired in the past have been arrested. People who he sold the company to have been arrested. But all paperwork seems to actually exonerate Trump, just like how we found out that up, no Russia collusion. It's weird how there's like all these investigations going and nothing comes of it. You know, if there was actually merit to any of these investigations, they would be a lot more front center in the talking points than they actually are. Because at this point, I think even the machines are starting to realize, we don't have anything on them, do we? In a weird way, you've probably created the most squeaky clean politician I've ever come across, and it's not the person I would have figured it'd be. Because, fuck, it's been eight years now of nonstop investigations, and what? What has come of it? An elevator video that doesn't exist and no one's ever found, yet Trump got punished for it somehow? Really now? Just seems to be a lot of like really weird shit that just doesn't come up with anything. Bunch of anonymous sources claiming shit. And nothing comes of it. Oh, well. Moving on. Ah, it seems to be actually be the end of this article, which is fine. Look at these comments right here. Let me scroll up here. Uh, RTK says, Lich should tell the people who didn't like his decision to put Trump on uh, to quit or leave. It's not a democracy. 
He is the boss and he makes the decision. You don't, if you don't like it, leave. Even firing a few people will get the point across. It's a money-making operation. He needs viewers. He got them. Their job is secured by profit. Agreed. Salty Marine says, The woke generation doesn't seem to get that the boss is the boss. If you don't like them, leave. Jim from Florida says, You can tell that RTK and Salty Marine are both Russian bots by how many instant thumbs up they got just for nobody paying attention. Hey, Jim from Florida. I'm paying attention, and I fully agree with them. I think you're mad that your little faggot comment only got two fucking upvotes, and no one liked your comment. Mmm, buddy. And Jim from Florida says, RTK is a Russian bot, aka a Russian bot. That's liable. That's defamation. And uh, I can't help but notice that you're mad that you got ratioed. Interesting. Jim from Florida is a faggot. Moving on. Flat Rock. Tie the staffer. Uh, tie the staffers, uh, tie the staffers pay to the network's ratings, and they will likely get over it very quickly. Good idea. Are you gonna, hey Jim, you gonna accuse him of being a Russian bot? Because I notice all these comments that aren't yours, other than Boston sucks, have more votes than you, bud. Weird. I think you're just a salty little cunt. That's unloved. Probably deserve it. Anyway, if. They want to only broadcast to a small audience that acts like an echo chamber. Let them do it. Let them do a podcast. Wowie zowie says, the ratings are what all uh, all TV is about. I have seen shows I like canceled after one or more seasons. I get it that they are all out to make are all about making money, and it is what it is. I love Chris having the stones to put Trump on and allowing John Q John Q public. Uh, to be the outraged or informed if they so choose. I don't have cable for the simple reason I don't want to support views uh, views that are out uh, that are not core to my upbringing and values. Chris is doing a great job. I didn't know uh, I didn't know how they doled out the pro- uh, not the pieces of the pie when I had cable when I had a cable bill. I knew when I was figuring out it was all it was bye bye 17 years without. Okay. Cool. Well, do I read the ne- Yeah, I'll read the next fucking article. It's a short one anyway. Right here. What? Where is the fucking article? Hold on. Where did my article? Ah, right here. Here's how Donald Trump was reportedly psyched up backstage during the CNN Town Hall. Article by Lee Morin. Jason Miller. Now, Jason Miller, he is the CEO of Getter, which is actually this app you see right here. He's he's the owner of the American version of Getter. Uh, The Chinese version uh, is ran out of Taiwan by some uh, Chinese billionaire... I don't know anything about that side of Getter. I just use it to promote myself, but it seems to be doing pretty good. Now, he's also the uh, co-chair or whatever at Truth Social, too. He's also been Trump's, uh, uh, one of his main advisors right up there with Cash Patel. Jason Miller, an advisor to Donald Trump, reportedly psyched up the former president during his controversial CNN town hall by showing him tweets about the event in the first commercial break. Trump then, quote, went out all pumped up for the second block 
and it was much more aggressive in his an- and was much more aggressive in his answering of CNN's anchor Caitlin Collins' questions. Axios reported Monday. Well, Axios is a rag. So is Yahoo News. Done by HuffPost. Ugh. Miller's report. Miller reportedly showed Trump the uh, this tweet from Rep. Alexandria Occasional Cortex. A fierce critic, a fierce critic, more like a lukewarm brain temp, more like a lukewarm IQ. CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They have lost total control of this town hall to again be manipulated into a into a bl- perform into platforming election disinformation defenses of January sixth and a public attack of a sexual abuse. No, she wasn't. She was not raped. AOC and Donald Trump as a public as a private citizen should. Go after you in any way he can, while he can. Because, again, grand jury found she was never raped. The only thing Trump was found guilty of was saying that she was a liar because he never raped her. So he has to, for now, pay a defamation lawsuit because he said that she was a liar because he never raped her. And the grand jury said he never raped her. Interesting developments, I know. It's kind of like Johnny Depp thing, like how Johnny Depp... Uh, had to pay Amber Heard like a million dollars because he said that she was a, an abusive woman. And then, even though the court case unfolded the way it did, he still had to pay her that million dollars because he called her an abusive woman, even though she confirmed was an abusive woman. You know, details of details. The audience is cheering him on and laughing at the host. Yeah, because she was a stupid twat. Miller also showed Trump a post from 2020 Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang. I hate Yang. Not just because my ex voted for him, but because I hate socialism. This CNN town hall is shaping up to be a clear win for Trump. Certainly, the Republican field is probably over, and the prob in the Republican field and probably overall, and the fucking pedophiles. I got a story about these guys. CNN call this town hall what it is: a CNN-sponsored Trump 2024 fundraiser. Disgraceful. Critics have described CNN's decision to allow Trump to spew his lies on live TV in front of a supportive audience as shameful. Now that is the end of this article. Now about the Lincoln Project. These fucking money laundering pedophiles. I worked with this guy. Worked with this fucking dumbass. This bespeckled four-eyed fuck with a bald spot in the back of his head. Especially the exact dimension of a yarmulke. But he shits on Jewish people. Weird how that seems to work. Anyway, he wanted to pull me aside and ask me what I thought about the classified documents when all that shit was breaking with Trump. And I was like, he's the fucking president. I don't care about this. And he goes, well, he stole them. I was like, where'd you get that information from? He goes, oh, I read in the Lincoln Project. He said this like snide, arrogant outlet. I was like, you read in the Lincoln Project? They're not a news outlet. He goes, yes, they are. They're a very credible news outlet, actually. Fucking, I've talked about this before a few times, but it's been a minute. This pompous attitude. He has this attitude like he didn't lick, like he didn't suck his wife's boyfriend's cum out of her snatch the night before. This unearned attitude, which is clearly a mask for a lot of issues. Anyway, he, uh, he's like, well, I read in the Lincoln Project. I'm like, well, A, they're not a news outlet. tells me they are. I'm like, no, they're, they're not. And you would have to have looked them up. They're so irrelevant. Nobody even talks about them anymore. He goes, yes, they do. They're, they're very relevant. I was like, really? Because they're a bunch of money laundering pedophiles. And he got really mad and earnestly tried to argue with me again that the Lincoln Project is in fact a credible news outlet. And I said to his face, you're full of shit. 
you're absolutely wrong. They are a super PAC of never-Trumpers who have had multiple chairs of their organization arrested for child pornography, rape, sexual assault, and beating family members, specifically married wives. Um, so no, they're not a news outlet. Where, where did you find them? Because, well, I, they were posted on my feed. I'm like, well, whoever posted on your Facebook, you should never leave them around your kids unattended. He goes, I don't have any kids. And my response was, good. I'm happy to hear that. And I walked off. He comes back probably 40 minutes later, mad as hell, face all red, trying to remain calm, give this zen-like appearance, where he proceeds to tell me. So I, I, I looked them up. You're right. They, they, they weren't a news outlet, but they are credible. I'm like, no, they're not. They're absolutely not. They're a bunch of Democrat rhinos who are child molesters and money launderers. So I pulled up articles about it, and this fucking speckled cunt just seethed and tried to, like, postured me how wrong I was. I was like, yeah, just cope, man. I'm busy. I'm trying to work. You just here trying to steal the boss's paycheck, or you're here to earn your paycheck like me trying to work. This is why I fucking hate union faggots. They do no fucking work, and if they do work, it's literally ordered to be half the work of non-union workers, and they get paid like they did. They get paid for doing four hours of work when the rest of us barely get paid enough for nine hours of work. They get the full nine hours when they only work like three to six hours. Fuck unions. Fuck union bosses. Fuck states that aren't right-to-work states. And if you're in a union, guess what? Fuck you too, and your union. And feel free to unsubscribe for that comment. Or, here, if you want to go over the intellectual route, how about you leave a comment in the description below where you try to fucking convince me unions have a purpose in the modern fucking era, because they don't. Unions steal people's income and wealth, which, by the way, don't you already have enough issues with the federal government stealing, like, 80% of your fucking income? That's also 80% of it. Really? Because on paper, it's like, what, 30% of your income? 30 to 50% of your income, depending on what it is. But then you take into all the other taxes. Sales taxes on every item, or six cents on every dollar. Almost a tenth of every dollar is taxed that you spend in this fucking country. Are you sure they don't take about 80% of your income? Because I can break it down to make you realize that you only really get to keep maybe 20% of your income. And of that 20% of the income you get to keep, it's also fucking taxed. Sorry. You don't really make a paycheck in this country. I hate to break it to you. Ask him for an anarcho-capitalist. I'm on your side, actually. But, uh, yeah, no. If anyone ever tells you they read the Lincoln Project, they are pedophiles, and you should probably avoid them at all costs. Oh, sorry, they are probably pedophiles. I just gotta look from across the room. That, I didn't say allegedly. Allegedly, like I was supposed to. But that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls, and this is just so fucking fun. The so-called president manipulated, manipulated by tweets. That shows how unfit he is to hold office. This is something we'd expect from a 13-year-old to react to. Shut the fuck up, Jay. Really? You've, I'm going to assume you voted for Joe Biden. Literally a puppet of the deep state. A man that doesn't know where he is and has to be led around by blind people. Literally blind people. Or led around by a fucking Easter bunny. Shill harder, cuck. But that's been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison, and I shall catch you guys later.
America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, say the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.